Today's video is all about a multi-channel supercharged nurturing plan for all your leads and contacts because we're seeing sales cycles normalize. And what that means is you've got to have a game plan to take those leads from friend zone to end zone, professionally speaking. And today's video is all about that. 73% of leads, all leads, not just real estate leads, all leads, all industries, 73% aren't ready when they're generated. Shocker, as if we didn't already know that, that you generate a lead, what's a lead? A lead is just somebody who takes some kind of an offer and in so doing, they signify their intent to buy or sell real estate. It could be a lot of intent. It could be a little bit of intent that varies. But I think we all know intuitively that when I generate a lead, it doesn't mean they're ready to buy a house or sell a house today or tomorrow or the next day. However, at the same time, when you look over the last few years, real estate's gotten kind of wacky in terms of projected customer life cycles. We used to break things down into top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel, and we had relatively clean lines in terms of what is the sales cycle from start to finish based upon where the lead is at in the process. But again, over the the last few years, that's not been normal, but here we are in a marketplace that is shifting, it's decelerating, it's slowing down, it's normalizing. And so today's video is all about getting back to and reinvesting in your supercharged lead nurturing plan that's designed to work all your leads and contacts, like literally leads from open houses, leads from expires or FISBOs, or leads from third-party portals online, whatever leads you've got, dropping them into a universal one-to-many nurture plan that is designed to do one thing position you as the agent of choice. Welcome to This Week in Marketing. My name is Jason Pantana, your host and instructor, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're new to the channel and this is your first time seeing one of our videos, please tap that big red subscribe button and the little bell next to it. Activate that so that you get alerted whenever we publish new videos just like this that are designed to help you level up your business. Now, as I dive into your multi-channel marketing plan, I need to give you this public service disclaimer announcement. I am in no way, shape or form suggesting you should not call or text or personally communicate with your leads and contacts. This is a marketing plan that is designed as a supplement to help nurture and position your leads over time, not a replacement for picking up your phone and calling and texting and doing what we know works in terms of converting leads. Now, moving on, let's talk about that supercharged lead nurturing game plan. Now, as we dive into the plan, the nurturing plan, it's a five-pronged approach. In other words, there's five different marketing channels we're gonna talk about at a high level because this is a multi-channel marketing plan. I'm a massive believer in what I call multi-channel magic when it pertains to marketing, and there's a simple reason why. It's because the human psychology that governs how marketing works on us as consumers, and there's lots of different psychological principles that can apply, but one that's a major one that I've talked about on this show before is the reason why why I'm making this multi-channel. There is this phenomenon known as the frequency illusion. And it's uh, it's got bearings beyond just marketing. But in a marketing context, what it basically says is that when a consumer is exposed to a brand or business's marketing across multiple channels, like they get a postcard, they get an email, and they sell a billboard, just for instance, it has this kind of cumulative effect whereby they think they're seeing your brand being exposed to your brand more frequently than is actually the case. And so I get questions a lot like, hey Jason, I've got 500 bucks a month, where should I dump my money? And I find that a lot of times those sorts of questions are sort of aiming at what's the one thing I should invest in. But I would actually be remiss if I just said do one thing because by diversifying your marketing across multiple channels, you're actually making the cost per result go down. You're making it more efficient and therefore more effective because what I want 
is for your leads in this case and contacts to say like, I see you there, there, and, and over there, and there, and there. And by all those things together, working cohesively, kind of an omni-channel, multi-channel strategy, it actually makes the cost per result go down. So know this as we dive in. This is a multi-channel marketing plan. Why? Because multi-channel marketing is magic and it's designed to take your leads and contacts through multiple channels from friend zone to end zone because we know that most leads aren't ready when you get them. But the game is, the gig is, the plan is to work those leads over time so that when they are ready, they're like, I'm ready to buy, I'm ready to sell, but only with you because you've been such a resource. So let's dive into the plan. Now, as we dive into the marketing plan, again, it's a five-prong, five-part marketing plan, multiple different channels to nurture your contacts. And the first one is kind of a prerequisite because it's foundational for all the other four marketing channels, and that is social media. Now, you're like, Jason, these are leads. I can't just follow somebody and expect them to follow me back when they don't know me from anybody. I can't just go friend some random lead on Facebook. That's kind of like, hey, stalker, slow down. That's kind of weird behavior. And, and I get it, I, I don't disagree with you at all. However, you might've heard me say in other videos before that marketing without content is a bow without arrows. In other words, it doesn't do anything. It's useless, it's null, it's void, it's non-existent because you've got no substance. We live in a content marketing world. So if you're not doing content marketing, you're not marketing is kind of the idea. And when I look at social media, social media is the starting point for your content. What kind of content? Presumably video first content. Now, if you're new to this channel, we talk a lot about video marketing. So go check out our other videos and you'll find an abundance of just ideas and different types of video strategies and content strategies you can employ across your social media channels. But for our purposes today, we're talking about a nurturing plan designed to position you as the agent of choice with your leads because we know most leads aren't ready to transact when you get them. And therefore you gotta kind of warm them up over time. And your content is gonna be one of the most important drivers of that. Now they may choose to follow you on social media down the road, but really I'm looking at this as the underpinnings, the foundation of we need that content to put across the other channels I'm gonna to get to next because marketing without content is a bow without arrows. And when I say social media, I'm talking about Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, the big ones, right? But I'm just looking at social media more as just kind of the laboratory for where you publish your video first content. So if you wanna call this first channel uh, social media video or just social media or content marketing, be my guest because really what it's about is generating content that adds value to position you as the agent of choice. Now, our second channel is what I call content promotion. This is where I see a lot of folks kind of miss the mark. They put a lot of effort into making content for social media organically. They distribute it across all the channels and I'm like, yay, that's fantastic, it truly is. And it's a lot of work, I get it. However, a couple of things. One, most of your leads probably aren't actually connected with you on social, and that's gonna be an uphill climb to get that connection until you add value first. Two, even if you are connected with your leads and contacts on social media, the average rate of reach or reach rate across Instagram and Facebook is rapidly declining year over year. So riddle me this. If you post on Instagram and you've got a thousand followers, percentage wise, how many of those followers see any given post? And the numbers in the 13% range right now on average across Instagram, it's higher for smaller accounts and lower for larger accounts because of laws of diminishing return. But the point is it's on the retreat. Every year that reach rate is going down. Why? Because there's a lot more content 
because you see more for you types of feeds and algorithms that decide what people see and what they don't see. And so followers has less bearing. All that to say, all of that to say, you ought to be putting money behind your content. You worked hard to produce the content. You ought to put some money behind it to promote your content. And I'm talking about more than just boosting a post on Facebook and Instagram. That's great, but that doesn't assure me that my leads and contacts, the people in my database whom I am nurturing, it doesn't assure me that they see my content. And I'll give you another little riddle or analogy or moral kind of Aesop's fable that we've talked about before. If a tree falls in the forest and nobody's around to watch it fall, did it make a sound? And the answer that I love to give when I use this example is, well, nobody can confirm it or deny it because nobody was there to say it had a sound. My point to you is if you're publishing videos on social media and your leads aren't seeing those videos or engaging with those videos, then we can all agree those videos have zero effect in terms of building your brand. And so it's super important to be seen. If you're not seen, it's not marketing, it never happened. It's not a, it's null and void, it's non-existent. So you need to put some money behind your content and here's how I'd recommend you do so. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, just for example, all four of those platforms allow you as any old advertiser to upload a contact list as an Excel spreadsheet. So imagine you have a CRM, you can export all your data as what's called a CSV file. It's a comma separated value file. It's basically an Excel spreadsheet and you can then upload that data set into one of the respective ad platforms of, again, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Facebook and Instagram is the same portal, by the way. Uh, and also LinkedIn and all of those platforms allow you to upload your contacts regardless if you're connected on social, regardless if they follow you or like your page or anything like that. What happens is those platforms will take your data and it will compare it against its data and determine if it can match, oh, that's Jane, that's John, and this is so-and-so. And it uses the contact information to match and then show your content to those people. You can actually target your database with your content. So in our last step, we said this was kind of a foundational step. You gotta make the content just because we need the content. Well, it doesn't mean they're not seeing the content. This is now where they see the content in their feeds and hopefully your content adds so much value. They're like, oh, I should follow you. I should connect with you on social. And then you've got the organic and the paid side of it all together. But the reality is most of your followers aren't seeing any given post. And if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's there to watch it fall, did it make a sound? Nobody can confirm or deny. So if nobody sees your content, I can assure you it's not having an impact. And what's more, if your leads aren't connected with you organically, then they're not likely to respond to follows for followbacks or those types of mechanisms or maneuvers. The only way to get to them is by putting money behind your content, not a lot, just like a dollar a day, a couple bucks a day, nothing crazy, putting some money behind your content, this value add, value rich content that positions you in their feeds on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, on LinkedIn as their agent of choice. Now, our next marketing channel that's part of our multi-channel magic sequence of positioning you as the agent of choice when you're nurturing leads over time that aren't ready to convert right away, the next one is one of my favorite marketing channels of all time. In fact, it's the highest ROI, return on investment rated marketing channel there ever has been, and that's email. Now, I talk a lot about video and I talk a lot about email. Video is not a marketing channel per se. Video, just so we're clear on terminology, 
technology is more of a marketing format. It's a medium and it can be part of your videos, if you will. So I'm not saying that email is better than video. I'm saying they go together like peanut butter and jelly. Now, when I talk about email, I'm not talking about your regular everyday email that you send to one person at a time. I'm talking about mass email, bulk email, using a tool like BombBomb or SendGrid or MailChimp or Constant Contact or ActiveCampaign or Drip or OmniSend or whatever your favorite email service provider is, find the one with which you're most comfortable and integrate it into your marketing mix. But I'm talking about leveraging mass email as, again, this is the highest ROI rated marketing channel there is, making it part of what you do to nurture your leads. But with what? Well, with your content. So like, let's review for a second. You're making all this really valuable video first content. Marketing without content is a bow without arrows. You're making it and publishing it across social, knowing that your leads probably aren't actually organically connected with you on social, but that's okay because we're going to upload that CSV file and we're going to retarget your leads and contacts across Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, TikTok, and different platforms that allow you to literally upload a spreadsheet of your contacts and direct your content at them. So now they're seeing your content on social and that same content is what we integrate into what I would call a weekly roundup email. I am advising that you put together a weekly campaign, a mass email, call it a newsletter, call it a digest, call it a roundup, call it a recap, call it whatever you want, but it basically takes all your content and repurposes it to your entire leads database. Now, why? Well, because we know that frequency and familiarity is what really builds top of mind awareness. And I want them to see your content everywhere because your content is you. Your content is your value proposition in terms of why they would choose to work with you when the time actually arises where they're ready to buy, where they're ready to sell, where they're ready to take that next step. So this next part of your marketing plan is a weekly email roundup. Do you know what phrase should sound like absolute music to your ears? It's when you hear the phrase, you're that agent I see you everywhere because that phrase signifies that your marketing is being remembered. It's taking hold and it's creating bubble, bubble, bubble as it goes to the top. It's creating a top of mind awareness. Your marketing is working when somebody says, I see you everywhere. And I would argue there are few marketing channels as cost effective and easy as Google Display Network ads to be part of that sequence of I see you everywhere. So the next one on our list is for you to leverage Google Display Network ads. Now, what are Google Display Network ads? Well, as you surf the web, so to speak, you're going on different websites, you might notice that sometimes on sidebars, on footers, or there's pop-ups of these banner ads or display ads. They could be long and skinny, they could be tall and skinny, they could be square shaped, they may or may not have video components to them. But all those ads that you see all around the web as you're surfing the web, you may even see them like in the footers of apps that you're playing games on your phone or whatever, or watching the Weather Channel app on your phone, you might see these ads there too. These are all called Google Display Network ads. And it is Google and their network of all these websites and apps that have a lot of different eyeballs and attention and viewership, they use those as basically the spot place ads. So the ads are actually created and made and targeted through Google and then where they show up makes no difference to you. It's just where somebody is, Google's aware of it and they place your ads accordingly. So if somebody's on, I don't know, thesaurus.com, it doesn't matter that that's where they're at in terms of my targeting. 
it just matters that whatever my targeting is, whoever I'm targeting, that Google's aware that they are there and therefore it shows them the ad. Now these Google Display Network ads, what I like about them is they're ridiculously cheap. The cost per impression is like a fraction of a fraction of a, of a penny. It's just unbelievably cheap when you compare it to like the cost of a stamp and a postcard. Um, I know that's a kinesthetic, you touch it, and so I'm all about postcards, but cost-wise, it's no comparison because Google Display Network ads, I can get like, I don't know, three to 500 impressions for the cost of one single stamp. And so Google Display Network ads, well, they have they pack a heavy punch in terms of positioning your brand. Now, all by themselves, they're really not that useful because most people are trained to ignore those ads as they surf the web. The only time you really notice them, well, there's there's two scenarios where you'll notice them as a viewer. The first one is if you're being retargeted. So like, let's just say, for example, I'm surfing on Amazon and I'm searching for a vacuum cleaner. And then all of a sudden I start seeing ads for that vacuum cleaner as I surf the web. Well, the only reason I noticed it is because I was searching for it earlier. But the other way people will notice it is when they see somebody's face, they know that's, that's so-and-so she's the realtor. I just, I, I see her everywhere. Oh, wow. And so these ads, should be made up of your face. They should be images of your face and your name to position your brand everywhere. Just make them say something like, looking for a realtor, question mark. And lo and behold, as you do your emails, as you publish content across social, as you put money behind it and all the other multi-channel marketing things you're doing, these ads will just kind of sprinkle in. I call them like the connective tissue because they just help bring all the marketing together to reinforce who you are as an agent so that when that person who's the lead in your database thinks it's time to buy, it's time to sell, you have done the work of positioning yourself as the top of mind agent while also delivering massive value. Now, you can use third-party services to help you run Google Display Network ads like AdWorks, like ad roll, there's different products out there, but you can also just run them yourself because nowadays Google offers what are called responsive display ads, which all I want you to hear from me right now is it makes it super easy. In fact, I have videos on my own YouTube channel where I talk exactly about step-by-step -step how to make these ads and they're not that complicated. You can run them on the Google Ads platform, just go to ads.google.com and that's kind of the gateway to all Google Ads, including Google Display Network Ads. But this is, to me, a massively important component of your multi-channel marketing mix because it is so cost-effective for me just to see you everywhere. And by the way, Google Ads does allow you to upload your own CSV data set of all your customers. The only difference is Google, unlike TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, imposes a spending threshold where if you haven't spent a certain amount of money as an advertiser on Google, they won't let you only target those people, but they will let you target them and you will be able to see the data in terms of how it performs with showing it to those folks. So my advice is that you also target your entire geographic marketplace so that beyond just your leads, everybody in your area is like, that's so-and-so, they're the agent of choice in this area. And finally, our fifth marketing channel. This one's gonna be slightly a detour, but I'm kind of excited about it. And that is to conduct monthly webinars. Don't make it complicated. Use a platform like Google Meets, use a platform like Microsoft Teams or Zoom or something like that. Don't make it complicated. But imagine offering to everybody in your database a monthly webinar on a different varying topic. Imagine one month you're talking about a guide to relocation. The next month, it's about building a custom home. The next month, you're with your lender and you're talking about finding 
financing and refinancing and what's going on in that space. And just imagine kind of continually being that knowledge broker, whereby every month you share insight on a different aspect of real estate. And sometimes you bring in a special guest who's got that expertise you need to help convey the points. You could talk about staging. You could talk about vacation homes. You could talk about investing and flipping and all kinds of things. But what this does is as you promote the webinars each month, through your emails, through your content, as you invite everybody, your leads and contacts to attend any given webinar, should they attend one or two or three or whatever, each one they attend gives you more optics on where they're at as a lead and what they're after. So for example, if they start attending investment focused ones, you now have additional commentary on, huh, well, this person came in looking for this property. Maybe they're an investment type of lead and I don't know as much about them as I could or should know. My point to you is we get additional optics on what they're really after. We provide massive value through doing webinars and training on a continual basis. I mean, you've probably heard me say before, I ask the question of agents all the time. I ask the question, what do you sell as an agent? Like, what is it that people are actually buying from you? And the answer isn't really houses per se. The answer is that you sell your expertise. People are working with you because they know you, like you, trust you. There's a certain level of knowledge and experience that you bring to the table in a way in which you convey that experience that people are attracted to working with. Webinars on a regular basis give you all kinds of optics on really, what are my leads after? What are they looking to learn? And how can I add value to position myself as the agent with whom they wanna work when they're ready to buy, sell, invest, refer, and so forth. So this last channel may seem a little bit off the beaten track to you, but to me, it's so vastly important because right now the market is changing. There's lots of questions. We know the consumer works with the expert, the trusted local expert. These webinars are a great format for you to position yourself as such, but also they give you such insight into what are your leads thinking about? What are they looking to learn so that your conversion can be more seamless and more effective? You should leverage webinars once a month, change the topic. Don't just do our seller webinar that we always do. Show yourself to be the agent who is in the know with what's happening right now in your local marketplace, the trusted local advisor. It's like we said from the get-go, 73% of all leads, all industries, I'm just generalizing, aren't ready when you get them. And so what's your game plan to be with them until they are ready? How can you be there for all your leads, all your contacts, buyers and sellers, so that when the time finally arises where they're like, it's time, it's time, and they think to themselves, I should reach out to her, I should reach out to him, I need to reach out to them because my goodness, they're the ones who provided me with the utmost value and knowledge that I needed to get myself ready. They kept me informed. Again, it's like we said from the very beginning, this isn't a replacement for calling leads or texting leads or doing the prospecting activities that are required to convert leads. This is in addition to it. This is a marketing plan, a one-to-many marketing plan designed to position you over time as the agent of choice. Now, I'd love to hear your feedback. What are some other clever marketing channels or things that you do in your business that are really effective at converting leads. Tell us in the comments, we wanna hear from you. Until next week, this is This Week in Marketing.